Workers, welcome back to another episode of Coworking, the podcast that brings you the conversations you're currently missing from your workplace. This is episode ten, double digits. We did we it. We are we just look at us go unstoppable, <laughs> and nary a comforter ad or a Squarespace ad in sight. Not that we wouldn't want Squarespace to sponsor us, but look at us we'll, go. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, today, uh, it is still Christmas season. I know we talked about Christmas last time, but there's there's so much to talk about about Christmas. You can't do it all in one episode. Yeah. So, uh, actually, Bianca, I think you mentioned you had something that you needed to address from I, the last I episode. I do. I do. So, when you asked me um, what's the worst gift, uh, I... <laughs> I Totally forgot about this. Um, but there was a year where I told my family that I was really into owls. Um, and I still <laughs> am into owls. Like, I have a couple of tattoos that feature owls. Um, oh, wow. That's dedication. It is dedication. I'm super, I mean, I'm super jazzed about them. I like them. Um, and there was one year where my mom found out that I really love owls. And you know those sites, I think it was before Redbubble really became a thing, but it's it was like some sort of like cafe press or something where you can upload an image to an item and then on demand it would make that item and it okay. would be a gift, right? So my mom thought, oh, Bianca is in grad school in Nebraska. She's out on her own. She's cooking. <laughs> She's doing wonderful things. And she wanted to get me an owl on an oven mitt. Um, okay. But what she didn't notice was the placement of the owl on the actual oven mitt. And so when I got it, it was just like the body and the butt of an owl. Like you didn't <laughs> even see the face of an owl. It was just a bird body. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and she, it was very funny because she gave it to me and she was like, I... I know I did something wrong. I'm not super <laughs> sure what I did wrong, but this is an oven mitt for you. <laughs> and we used that oven mitt until it got holes in it. But oh wow, yeah. So that was very funny. The other uh, piece that I wanted to address is the last episode. I had mentioned that I have a list that I keep of the gifts and who they're for and the status mm -hmm, of each mm -hmm. of them. So I shared that list with my husband to give him an update on where we're at and show him like the people that we're missing gifts for it. Cause I wanted to try to get different ideas going in his brain about what mm -hmm. we could get for some of these people. Well, earlier in the day, my husband and I are in a group chat with my sister and her husband and my husband had texted something to the group chat and he thought that that was mine. And so uh -oh. he uh -oh. screen he had screenshotted a picture of the Christmas list. The whole list? To like the whole list so that, well, he was having trouble editing it because he doesn't have the same program that okay. I use. And so he couldn't edit it. And so he was like, hey, I'm just going to like screenshot it and then use the, the text overlay 
um, on his phone to just like type in what he wanted to get for this person. And so he took a screenshot and he typed it in and he sent it to the group chat. (laughs) And so I immediately texted, no, 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 please, please don't look at this list. And I FaceTimed my sister to just try to get her to not look at the chat. And we, I was laughing when I made the FaceTime call. She was laughing, receiving the FaceTime call. We just laughed for like a solid minute because we both know what had happened. Mm. Um, And she saw the first gift that I got for her, but it's fine because it wasn't like, I, I usually try to get like a smaller gift and then like the main event gift. Okay. Okay. Um, she only saw the smaller gift, and she's like, <laughs> "I don't even know what that is." And I'm like, "You're gonna find out when I ship it to you." So, yeah, this is the one instance where having a list really backfired for me. <laughs> that's like, uh, that's like something the government would do. Oh, leak leak a list like that through, yeah. through some something silly. Yeah. There's gotta be there's gotta be some protocols, but you know somebody's gonna do it. I feel like there's a good opportunity for you to also play some mind games. Like, yeah, we leaked that list. <laughs> and then get them something completely different. I yeah. didn't even consider that. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's not going to work because your sister will listen to this before. <laughs> yeah, before no, Christmas. that's that's 104% <laughs> accurate. Yeah. But Go next on. time, mm-hmm. the next time a list leaks, you'll be able to play it off. Was it a real leak? I don't know. I've got a second list with fake gifts. <laughs> yeah take that that's fun yeah all right so the, the the specific christmas topic for today that i want to talk about with you bianca is mm-hmm. uh traditions christmas traditions a lot of people have uh like specific family traditions a lot of people share tra- the same traditions as mm-hmm. other families uh so i thought we could talk about that a bit so uh i'm curious bianca do you and your husband recently have you had any specific christmas traditions so after moving to nebraska meeting my husband meeting his family i've taken on a lot of their traditions okay um and i think i mentioned in the last episode one of my favorite traditions is to badger my family uh my married family into opening christmas gifts on christmas yep, eve yep. <laughs> uh so I tried to do that with my husband because we're going to be spending Christmas here just to like keep everyone safe because of the yep. pandemic. And I asked him, I was like, Hey, Christmas doesn't even mean anything anymore. Like today could be Christmas. <laughs> do you want to open up your gifts? Like I started, I started very early this year <laughs> <laughs> for trying to convince my husband to open up gifts. And he was like, no, that's like the one tradition that we have. And I was like, Oh, that's actually very sweet that that he's he's so committed to like keeping some sort of tradition alive of like it is Christmas, you open gifts on Christmas. So yeah, that's a that's a tradition that we have where um we wake up. I know I told you I look like a bus hit me and then I was mm-hmm. thrown mm-hmm. onto a sofa to open <laughs> gifts with the people that I love the most. And we uh Yep, we open gifts. We go visit uh, a grandparent or three. Um, three of my husband's grandparents are still alive and kicking and are just like really fun, fabulous people. So we go visit them on Thanksgiving. Um, we go out to what we call the farm, 
where uh, that's where my husband's grandpa lives and my dogs love running around because there's no fence. They get to go wherever they want. Um, and they still come back. And they still come back. Yep. Well, <laughs> they know that we have the treats. So there, oh, there's, okay. Okay. yeah, there's a, a little bit of motivation to come back and not run away <laughs> forever. Um, yeah. So we'll go visit family. We'll open gifts. Um, so that's with my husband's family. And, and now, you know, me and my husband are going to do that. Um, oh, they also do, they, they've done this since ever, since my husband was just a, a, a little chicken nugget. Um, they eat soup on Christmas Eve and it's usually chicken noodle, but it could be chili or something like that. So, um, it's always a soup, always a soup. Um, we broke that tradition one year when my husband wanted to make a prime rib and uh, that was a delicious break from tradition. Let me tell you. (laughs) But last year, um, my mother-in-law made homemade chicken noodle soup and it was delicious. And that's what we did for, uh, Christmas Eve. Nice. I've never heard of that one. Eating soup on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. It's one of those, uh, small time special traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I forgot to mention up front is uh, I'm going to talk about a tradition that is really only appropriate to talk about amongst the parents. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. So, if you have, if you have little chicken nuggets of your own who maybe don't want a spoiler, you might, you might want to skip, skip ahead quite a bit. <laughs> we, we can put a pause in here with some music. Just to like give them extra extra time because mm-hmm. you know sometimes you you gotta like if you're away from that pause button you gotta kind of run over. Uh, that's happened to us on occasion. Uh, you know, in the past we'll be playing a song and we forget that oh there's like this really bad part of this song. Oh shoot, I gotta rush over to like turn the volume down. I, I saw a TikTok a TikTok <laughs> I saw a TikTok about it the other day where a guy is listening to um a James Blunt song and there is an expletive that he forgets about and he turns it down but then the kid sings it anyway because the, <laughs> the kids heard it so many times. <laughs> they know. They know the words. Yeah. But yeah, so at this point I'm going to assume the, the children have stopped listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so some of the things we do, we we do the elf on a shelf, uh, which I'll be honest, it was it was a cute idea for the first few days. <laughs> but then we realized we're roped in for a while here. Yeah. And we've run out of places to put this elf. Yeah. Uh, we have to remember to move it. Uh, it becomes a chore and then we'll see, uh, we'll see, you know, people post on social media, fun things they, they do with their elves. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we're, we're fully in that camp of parents that are kind of tired of (laughs) dealing with this elf. Uh, fortunately I do think this is probably the last year that, uh, that we're going to do it. My son already knows my daughter's going to know. (laughs) Yep. Um, so yeah, we, we, we do that. Uh, I did see a great tip for this year. I mean, it's a little late now, uh, but uh, once the elf comes to your house, you put it in a jar and say that it has to quarantine for two weeks because of COVID. 
<gasps> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. And then you, you just you don't have to move it for two weeks. It gives you a two week break, and then you can yeah. plan right. Mm-hmm. For for those listeners who are planners, otherwise people are they're going to come to the night of and be like, "Where are we going to put this elf?" <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, kudos to whoever invented this thing and the marketing behind it, mm-hmm. because every parent of a young child is like, that's so cute. It's a good idea. We're going to do that. And it mm-hmm. brings more Christmas magic. But it gets old. It's it gets real old. Do you have fun places that you've like, did you ever set up your elf in situations? Did you put them in a fun place? What's... What, no, what's your elf your elf story? We, we we do move the elf around. Um we try to put them in fun-ish places, but nothing like you'll see on social media. Mm-hmm. I think about the farthest we go is uh my wife will write letters back if my kids if like if my daughter writes a letter to the elf, she'll write a letter back in crayon and like she'll grip the crayon with her whole fist and so she has terrible handwriting. That's the sweetest but, thing. But that was another thing that after she did it the first time, she was like, this is a cute idea. I love this. But now she's like, she wrote another letter to the elf. (laughs) And I have to respond. (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a full commit. Your wife now has a pen pal. Yeah. (laughs) And then she's like, my hand is cramping up because I can't hold this crayon the right way. And I've heard oh. of other people that they'll like they'll try to write with their left hand, but mm. they're just they're just so tired of it. They're like, ah, I just don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But you have to. You do it once, yeah. and you're committed. I mean, unless yep. you can come up with some magic excuse. Yeah, the I I'm assuming the key to Elf on the Shelf is uh, under promise, over deliver. But once you <laughs> over deliver, you've got to over deliver every time. Yeah. But then uh, one of the other real challenges is the kids see Elf on a Shelf at the store. You walk through a Target, it's right there on the shelves. So they're going to ask questions. Right. Uh, And instead of just telling the truth right there and then, no, we make up up more lies. (laughs) So what what did you, uh, how did you explain the existence of the Elf on the Shelf in, in a Target? I think we just said it was like toy versions of it. I honestly don't remember, but I know my, my daughter will, she laughs, like she'll see them there and she just kind of laughs that, Oh, they got these at the store. You can just, <laughs> you just buy one of these. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. In reality, I think she, she might know. She sure. probably at least suspects. Cause I don't know how familiar you are with elf on a shelf, but like, I think in the book, it actually says you cannot touch it or else it loses its magic. And so that's the thing about, you know, places where we put it, it's got to be some place where nobody's going to touch it. And it's certainly not going to fall on the ground because it fell on the ground. Then, I mean, if you got a dog, you're in trouble unless you like fence, put a little fence around it to guard it or something. Um, but I know several years ago, my daughter, she like, she wanted to touch it just to see. What right. <laughs> oh gosh. No, I've never had one myself, but I babysat for a family who had elf on a shelf. And let me tell you, that was some 
of the most fun babysitting experiences <laughs> I've ever had because I would help their parents come up with different scenarios to put okay. the elf in. Um, and so I think uh, the girl that I babysat for had Barbies. And so at one point we made it look like the elf and a Barbie um, like ate too many Christmas cookies and they were covered in powdered sugar. Um, I think once I had taken their mom's phone and made it look like the elf and one of the other dolls took a selfie. Um, <laughs> so they had like photo evidence that the elf was like up and about doing stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was only babysitting for a couple nights during that season. So yeah, see, see, that's they the energy the f- level. That's the energy level that every parent starts with. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For like one week of that first year that you have it. Yep. And then you realize uh, we got to keep this going until they stop believing it's Santa. <laughs> I imagine it's what also people felt like when quarantine started and they were like, maybe I'll just get into puzzles. And then you start a puzzle and you're like, oh, this is this is more than I wanted. This is just, I'm not into it. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, I will be thankful when, wow. Pre-addendum here. I don't do any of the hiding anymore. <laughs> my, mm-hmm. my wife does it all. I was about to say, I will be thankful uh, once we don't have to do that anymore. But no, she will be thankful when we don't have to do that anymore. Shout out um, to Steph, putting in the, yeah. the elf on a shelf work. Yeah, she keeps the magic alive. I love it. <laughs> there's actually, there's one day, uh, so Steph has a set of Wizard of Oz nutcrackers. And she put it in the arms or maybe it's like right next to the Tin Man Nutcracker. And the axe of the Tin Man was pointed right at the elf. And my, my daughter said something about it. So Steph went over, not even thinking, like just went to move the axe. And the elf like kind of shifted. It almost fell down. We're like, oh, no, <laughs> like, a, like a Jenga tower. Yeah. Because oh. we, we've gone all this time without an, without an incident. Wow. Yeah, so Elf on the Shelf, that's its one of our traditions. It always shows up shortly after Thanksgiving, although it took a few days longer uh, this year just because we forgot. <laughs> so, um, how, so I'm assuming that you keep the Elf in storage somewhere until next year. Yes, Steph always keeps it hidden. And there's been a couple of close calls where like it gets exposed or we're like moving stuff around and we notice it because we forgot that's where it was. And... <laughs> <laughs> so is the story, cause I don't remember the book that comes with it. Uh, I just know the rule of like, you got to move it around and make him look like he's uh, being a, a narc for Santa. <laughs> yes. basically. <laughs> Which I mean, that's another thing that I fully disagree with is adding this element of big brother is watching. <laughs> like, like, this is just this is kind of creepy. Yeah, that you are you are uh, inviting this little elf into your house, and you're telling your children mm-hmm. he's watching you, or she yeah. could be a girl elf. Right. They are watching you to make sure that you're being good. Because if mm-hmm. you're not good, obviously, you know Santa's going to bring coal. Right. Uh, and then every night they leave to go tell Santa, give him the update. Right. Uh, and then the, then they'll come back the next day. Now we have a, had a few. We've had a few times in the past where we forgot to move the elf and we would just say, Oh, the weather was too bad. He couldn't go, couldn't go back. So he'll just give a double update. Smart. The next Smart. <laughs> Smart. 
Yeah, 21 Jump Street wasn't able to go visit Santa, so he's not going to narc on you tonight. But yeah, early on, you know, if the, if the kids were doing something we weren't supposed to, just be like, hey, the elf, the elf is watching you. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't I don't think they had anything like that when we were kids. I think it was it was really just this like invisible big brother of Santa's mm-hmm. watching. Now they've yeah. now they've brought in uh uh soldiers of Santa's army to come and spy. <laughs> yeah, but uh my brothers and I we we knew I think we knew pretty early that Santa wasn't really watching because we were going around finding all the things. <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out pretty early. You figured it out, yeah. Do you remember when you found out um, what Santa's deal was, <laughs> to, to I, put it kindly? You know, I honestly don't remember. And so that me, that probably means I was pretty young. I am sure that my older brother told me, because mm-hmm. that's the way we were amongst each other, <laughs> is just ruin anything fun that any of us ever had. Uh, but, you know, as I was talking about the gifts and stuff with my brothers, my older brother <laughs> brought up, and I don't even remember this, that my, uh, younger brother destroyed some Christmas sweaters that we had gotten one year because he didn't get one or was just jealous of us or I don't know. He said, he's always going to remember and he's always going to bring up because, because that's just the way we were. Oh but yeah, I'm, gosh. I'm sure that my older brother ruined it for me. I do remember one time ever that I went and saw Santa. Mm-hmm at the just a store in town and i remember specifically asking for a tonka truck a tonka truck which was like the big metal uh toy truck mm-hmm. and i got it and i i had to have been very young and i don't know why i remember that so well but that's literally the only time i remember ever going to see santa right what about you do you remember ever finding out i i know that i must have because of my current belief Uh, but I could not tell you how I found out. I couldn't tell you if I was devastated. I want to say, I remember at some point there were kids at school talking about it and Mm -hmm. maybe that's how I found out because I was the oldest. So I didn't have a, an older sibling to tell me that Santa wasn't real. So I, I'm pretty sure that's how I found out because I don't remember, my parents sitting me down and having like a very frank discussion with me about <laughs> like, Oh, you know what? Uh, mom and dad are Santa. Uh, but I, I, I remember something happening at school. I couldn't tell you who it was. I don't have any shade to drop on like a second grader <laughs> from my past or anything like yeah. that. I don't remember what age I was. I just remember like people talking about it at school. And I remember, I, I think I remember there was one kid who was like, no, that's not real. And I think maybe at that point I knew about it, but I, I knew you weren't supposed to tell anybody else. Like I knew mm, it was supposed yeah. to be a secret. So I was also like a very goody goody kid. So I wasn't going to like, <laughs> like tell anybody secrets. So uh, my son after fourth grade, or maybe it was when he started fourth grade, mm-hmm. we sat him down and we told him and he, he had suspected all along. Mm-hmm. But then we said, now, traditionally, we have given them a gift from Santa and a gift from us. Like something something big-ish. I wouldn't call them big because we we're not like extravagant with, with Christmas gifts. Or sure. Kids. But uh, we, we told my son, 
as long as your younger sister still believes, you will continue to get a gift from Santa and a gift from us. But as soon as she doesn't believe, right, the Santa gift goes away. Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. So he was he's been fully motivated to uh to to keep it real, keep the keep the magic alive for nice. his sister. Uh, and then they're both gonna be real sad next year. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure it was great while it lasted though. I, I think in reality we'll probably still get them a similar amount of stuff. Oh sure. It's just but not then, gonna be from Santa. Yeah, but then we'll get the credit for it. Not Santa. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I told you my mom used to address different gifts from different oh, yeah. North Pole <laughs> characters. Yep, that that's another fun tradition too, that like I would get oh, and it wasn't even it wasn't even just Santa or Mrs. Claus. It was also like Frosty the Snowman or it was um, Herbie the Elf from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the claymation one where Herbie doesn't want to make toys. Herbie wants to be a dentist. So he would <laughs> get us stuff. And I just thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah, that's a that's a fun uh, tradition on my mom's side of like addressing gifts from multiple mythical beings <laughs> uh another fun santa related tradition that uh we always had didn't get to do it this year but for many many years maybe minus one on christmas eve we would always go to a, a gathering with steph's family uh, and there was usually either an ornament exchange or a white elephant gift thing mm -hmm. and uh it it was always in omaha and we're in lincoln mm -hmm. and so we would want to get home at a decent time uh, and then my kids, you know, they're super excited because we, again, we don't let them open anything on Christmas mm -hmm. Eve. I, I know you hate that, but <laughs> them's the rules. <laughs> uh, but you know, they're very excited about it. They, they don't want to go to bed. Right. And so we, I would pull up the, uh, the Santa tracker. I, I forget the name of it. <gasps> it's like the, the, yeah. The NORAD Santa yes. tracker. And I would tell the kids because, you know, if you're, lying to them about santa why not add more to the pile just i would yeah, tell the kids full lie really work if, some butter into it if you're awake when santa gets to our house he passes by our house he just skips it that's cold <laughs> and so there was at least one year that my son was freaking out like he's like we gotta go we gotta get home so i can fall asleep and then, and then he's telling his sister, like, as soon as we get into the garage, you got to get to bed. You got to just That's like, hilarious. Go really fast. and I'm like, this works so well. <laughs> any, any other time we come home late at night, they're dragging their feet. Like, especially if they fell asleep in the car, Oh sure. they, they'd be dragging their feet to get in the house. They're dragging their feet to get ready. They're getting distracted by the stuff in their room, but no, on Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. they, they get to bed so fast and I love it. They have a mission. Yeah. Ugh. So that's, that's something that unfortunately is going to go away. Mm -hmm. Gosh. And then of course in the morning, I think I mentioned this, we put the baby gate up so that they don't go out yep. there before 8 a.m. <laughs> yep. That's just, that's just smart. So you can sleep in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'll, I'll want an update next year about how it goes trying to get them all to bed. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I, they're much better about it now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, three or four years ago when they were quite a bit younger, uh, it was much more of a struggle. Um, but now, like, they, they'll get themselves to bed pretty well. You know, we might have to yell at them just a few times. Mm-hmm. Did you brush <laughs> but now your teeth? We can, yeah, now we can just sit on the couch and yell at them. Whereas before, we'd have to, like, be next to them, reminding them constantly, do the things to get ready for bed. Nice. Don't play with your toys. Don't read a book right now because you're not ready for bed. Mm-hmm. You're going out of order. Yeah. That's funny. Um, switching gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has sort of become a tradition at our house now. I'm going to call it a Christmas tradition. Is Steph asking me to put up lights on the house and me saying no? <laughs> <laughs> um, the conversation in our house is actually backwards, where my husband will go, "Hey, can we put up lights this year?" And I'll be like, "You're not getting on the roof." That's dangerous. That's way too dangerous. My life insurance policy does not cover you dying. Or, you know, I it's actually much more sweet than that. It's not all about my life insurance policy on him. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm actually, I am just terrified. He was a farm kid growing up. So he used to do anything and everything with okay. very little fear. And so he's like, yeah, I'll just go up on the roof. Um, his grandfather is the same way. Uh, his grandfather is in his eighties and heard something rustling in his chimney, went up in like the middle of February, (laughs) shot a shotgun down the chimney (laughs) to kill a raccoon that got in there. Oh my Uh, gosh. Yeah. So, uh, little fear about things like that. And I'm over here like, I can't go up a step stool without being afraid of heights. (laughs) So you're not getting on the roof. Um, I know our coworker CJ posted how he got his lights on his house. And I think we're going to do that next year. Um, like trying to get yeah, a whole Yeah, his Christmas was pretty lights. good. Yeah. Because he basically did uh, permanent mounted hooks. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a, a long hook stick thing to put them up. Yeah, we, we did them a few years. I, I did them a few years. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say we. There was no we. It was me. It was, <laughs> I went up on the roof. Uh, I actually don't have too much of a problem getting up on the roof. What I have a problem with is sitting so close to the edge mm-hmm. so as to be able to reach over to the gutter and like carefully place mm. this hooked light on the edge. And then, of course, getting down from the roof is always is always kind of hard. Getting up there is easy. Uh, I, I, I know this is not Christmas related, but he did it one year. He went up on the roof to clean the gutters and I was like... I will pay someone <laughs> to do that. Cause what we would do is he would just like, he got up on the roof and just started scooping stuff out of the gutters yeah. and he would like throw it in a bag or just eventually he got tired and like just started throwing it on the, on the grass. Um, but he was trying to bag it at first. And so what I did was in order to get a bag up to him, I threw one of our landscaping rocks into the bag <laughs> and then I, I just like hammer oh through gosh. it up to him. It worked. And then I was like, okay, you have, you have to get down because <laughs> I can feel fear in my feet right now. That, that sounds like the most dangerous way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get something to anybody up on a roof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I, I think we both take responsibility for the dangerousness <laughs> of that activity. But yeah, this is to say uh, my husband is not afraid to go up on the roof and wants to put up Christmas lights so badly. And I am the Grinch who's like, I very much care about your safety and I don't care if we don't have lights on our home. I think we're going to do it next year. Uh, the other part is we have bats in our attic still. And uh, I I just have like a weird fear of him putting <laughs> a hook uh, into wherever he's going to put it on the roof. And then it's going to be near where the opening is, where the bats are going to get in. <laughs> so we're going to do it next year when we get the bats taken care of. Yeah. I, I love that you said that you still have bats. Yeah. I, I think you haven't been telling me something yeah. about this. And maybe it's, maybe it's too big of a story. Maybe we need to save it for a future episode. <laughs> it's a, it's a very short story called we were going to get the bats taken care of this year, but then a pandemic happened. <laughs> I, I don't think that would stop me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they don't do like they're just up in the attic. I originally thought it was mice at first. We can we can save this for a different topic, but yeah, yeah. So the the moral of that story is uh, we also do not put up holiday lights. <laughs> yeah. So what's kind of funny is uh, as a kid, I enjoyed climbing up to my roof. Uh, I wasn't supposed to. But my younger brother and I would climb up there and then jump off of the roof. Oh, that was a fun activity. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, mm. At some point, I, I can't remember how old I was when this happened, but my parents uh, had this really great, this great big awning put in in the backyard. And it on one side of it, it had like um, a wooden, uh, I don't know what we call it, like crosshatch pattern thing, which was basically just a ladder up to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so so my brother and I playing outside are just like, hey, let's go climb up on the roof. Oh. And then we're up there like, let's jump down. And then, then we're like, that's fun. Oh. Let's do it again. Boy. But now, now I realize how dumb that was. Mm-hmm. Mm. But the the other thing about my roof is half of where I would put the lights, mm-hmm. uh, the ground slopes down uh there, and so it gets the distance between the gutter and the ground increases a lot. Uh, so, you know, putting them up around our front step, putting them up around the garage, that's not a problem because I can just use the ladder even. Sure. I don't even have to get up on the roof. Yep. But over on that other end, really my only option is to get up on the roof and you know, that's when it's terrifying. Mm-mm. Hard pass. So, yeah, that's the tradition. Steph asks for it every year. Hey, can you put up Christmas lights? And I'll say, I invite you to put up Christmas lights. I invite <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, another tradition that we had growing up, I don't remember too much about it, but I Googled it because I know that it exists in other homes. Um, Greg, are you familiar at all with the Christmas pickle? I feel like I've heard something about pickles around Christmas time, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that I know any of the specifics around a Christmas pickle. So according to the internet, uh, it is a largely German tradition, although there are disputes that it's largely Americans who do it, that they attribute it to the <laughs> Germans. We but, didn't make this up. We got it from the Germans. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, uh, sure, this... This area of the world used to do it. It's a thing. 
but my uh, mom's side of the family, part of them are are from Germany. So I think that's why, like, in our family, we were like, oh, this is definitely a German thing. And then I Googled it and the internet is like, mm, maybe. So <laughs> the Christmas pickle is a glass pickle ornament. Um, okay. like Like a... A pickled cucumber, not like pickle slices, yep. but a yep. whole I've pickle. definitely seen pickle ornaments before. Yep. Yeah. So the 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 lore goes that um, you decorate your tree, and the last thing that you put on it is the Christmas pickle, and you don't let anyone see where you put it. But because it's green and a similar shade as the tree, it's largely camouflaged. So the okay. idea is, is that the first person to find the Christmas pickle either gets good luck for the next year or gets to open the first gift. I don't Ooh. remember what we did, but I just remember thinking it was so funny that we had a pickle as a Christmas ornament, which like <laughs> didn't even mean anything. Like I don't actually even enjoy eating pickles. So it like wasn't even that someone just liked pickles and then got an ornament. Um yeah, I don't remember exactly what we did with it. Perhaps my my sister will give me an addendum <laughs> next episode. But yeah, that's the Christmas pickle. I do kind of like the uh, whoever finds it gets to open the first present. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. It it makes it like, hey, you put in the effort to find the pickle, you get rewarded instead of like, uh, I want to say we used to do like the youngest person opens a, the first gift or the oldest person opens the first gift. Um, well, I think we might have switched it up every year. Uh, that kind of reminded me just the idea of like hiding something on the tree or mm -hmm. in the tree. Uh, growing up, we had cats and my older brother thought it would be fun to put hide catnip in our tree. Oh, no. Uh, and that, uh, that didn't go over very well. The <laughs> 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 cats, of course, kind of went nuts. I don't remember the specifics. I was, I was fairly young um but i'm pretty sure my parents had to get rid of that tree oh no oh and i so, i feel like cats are already attracted to having a tree in the house oh they, yeah they yeah. didn't need more motivation to go into the tree mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i am not in the cats group on our um work slack but I visited it today because somebody made a reference to it. <laughs> yeah. And the most recent conversations are like, how do I get my cat to stop playing <laughs> in the Christmas tree? Which I thought was very funny. <laughs> but people have some good suggestions. And if I had a cat, uh, I would try any of those suggestions. Yeah, not catnip. Mm -mm. Definitely not catnip. Hard no. Um, so I think probably the, the last tradition, the last good tradition that I can think of that we do still uh my uh my immediate family so my wife and kids and our mm -hmm. dog every year we take a family picture in front of the christmas tree mm -hmm. which didn't like we didn't necessarily mean for it to become a tradition it was when my wife and i moved into our house uh and we'd gotten a dog and she was just like i want to get a picture in front of the tree i'm like all right let's do it yeah and then the next year uh she was pregnant with our son and we're like, let's do it again. And then the third year we had our son. I'm like, all right, we have to do this every year now. Right. Uh, and so we have this really great series of pictures once a year in front of the tree. Um, 
my wife laughs. There's a few times where two years back to back, I'm wearing the same shirt. Because <laughs> we, we try to dress nicely. Sure. And uh, ever since I started working here where we have a very casual dress code, mm-hmm. I have no nice clothes. I so it's you. a struggle to, to like vary my my Christmas picture mm-hmm. wardrobe. Um, and then you can also see we've changed trees a couple times. We've changed the tree location, but it's always been in the same house. Um, but it's become such a thing now that as soon as the tree goes up, we start trying to plan like, all right, when are we going to do this picture? Because it's kind of a big deal because everybody's got to get into nice clothes. Oh, sure. You know, and this year is going to be interesting because we're not going anywhere. Right. So we just have to dress up only for this picture. Right. Uh, and we cannot take the tree down until we do this. There was one year where I swear the tree stayed up till close to February <laughs> because <laughs> we had slacked on taking this picture. Other years we we get right on it. We're like, as soon as the tree goes up, let's, let's just knock this picture out. Uh, we haven't done it this year yet. We, we still got to do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you just have to get into nice clothes and then immediately change back into sweatpants. I Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And, and part of the tradition goes that uh, our kids are terrible about taking a picture, like a nice <laughs> family picture. And we have to tell them many times, uh, the sooner you take a nice picture, the sooner you can go do something else. Perfect. And you would think that would motivate them, but it doesn't. Oh. They still just want to goof around, mess around, not take a good picture. Humans are non-rational. I was never that way. I, I assure you. <laughs> like, no, I gotta go. I gotta go back to searching for gifts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gosh. Um, our I've got uh, a related tradition that happens in two different areas of my family. So the family that I married into um, after Thanksgiving, we uh, after we all feel terrible because of the amount of food that we ate, uh, maybe take a nap. <laughs> we will go home and then we'll start watching Christmas movies. Sometimes it's Christmas vacation. Sometimes it's elf. Sometimes it's like whatever in the movie, the Christmas movie Rolodex. Um, and that like kicks off the, the Christmas movie season. We didn't get to yeah. do that this year because it was just oh, me no. and my husband hanging out. And so because we didn't have other people being like, it's Christmas movie time. We just didn't think of it. So uh, we we have to start. We're we're far behind. Uh, we've started listening to Christmas music, but not watching Christmas movies. Did you listen to Twisted Sister Christmas? It's incredible. It's isn't it? It's uh, it's life changing. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Now you understand why I would listen to it yes. every year. No, that was that's a strong play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean it it's it's not it's not the same as the Christmas music you hear on the radio, but somehow it's still very Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. Much it's, much more so than most musicians' Christmas albums. I have I have never been a huge fan of like the sad, somber Christmas songs. Like I, I like an upbeat one. So Twisted mm-hmm. Sister really hit home for yeah. that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, excellent recommendation. Um, yeah, but- Steph, Steph was trying to start the Christmas movie marathon. Um, I can't remember what it was. She, oh, she was going to watch The Holiday. And oh. she'd just seen it on one of the streaming services a few weeks ago. Yeah. Nope. 
not streaming anywhere now. No. Except like uh, Hulu Premium or something. Oh, what a bummer. It's a, it's a scam. They just take down all the Christmas movies, make you pay for them all. Mm. I know Lifetime's got a chock full of them. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're all about, but I've, I've heard they're very good. Um, the the second like media related tradition um, at my mom's house, we would watch 24 hours of a Christmas story that played on mm-hmm. TNT. We would watch yep. it multiple times. Like, just because we were kids with a lot of energy and nothing else to do. Um, So we would we would watch it. And as we became older and the office became very popular, um, my mom and sister and I fell in love with the Moroccan Christmas episode of The Office. (laughs) And so it is the only episode of The Office that I have ever purchased. And so we would watch that. On Christmas to make sure that, like, we could watch it. I didn't even know you could purchase one episode. Yeah, this was a long time ago. Uh, I'm pretty (laughs) sure you can still do it on, like, YouTube. You can buy individual NBC show episodes. Yeah, and it's it's irreverent and it's very funny. Um, I know there's there are lists out on the internet somewhere where someone ranks all of the episodes, all of the Christmas episodes of the office in like, like (laughs) worst to best. Not that there are any worst ones, but you know, in order of increasing amazingness. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty good tradition too. It's, it's very funny. Well, we would love to hear from you. What are some Christmas traditions that you have or Hanukkah traditions or Kwanzaa traditions, any around this holiday time? Tell us, uh, tell us what you're into. We would love to hear from you. Uh, make sure to hit us up on Instagram at coworking underscore podcast. If you've got a topic suggestion for us, I mean, you can only talk about Christmas so many times. Uh, hit us up. Give us a, <laughs> send us a DM on Instagram. Uh, we're sure that you have friends that are missing their random office chit chats. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about us. That's it for this week. We'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. <laughs>